Hello and welcome to the CSF Author Interview Podcast for February. I'm Professor Peter Nash from the Griffith University, and today we're very fortunate to be joined by Dr. Giovanni Orsolini. So welcome, Dr. Orsolini, and thank you so much for giving up your time. Um, today we'll be reviewing the effects of tofacitinib on bone damage in both rheumatoid arthritis and psoriatic arthritis. And we're particularly interested in discussing the involvement of the JAK-STAC pathway in bone homeostasis. So welcome. And can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your university and your research, please? Thank you. So, um, so I'm, we in Verona, we are a rheumatology unit and uh, we have uh, a long uh, expertise on bone diseases and osteoporosis. And in the last year, we focused on uh, osteoimmunology. So the, the, how, the, uh, how is the other part uh, of the rheumatic disease? How it's uh, the inflammation tracks with bone? And uh, especially our interest is our, how our um, advanced therapies affect not only inflammation, but also bone. And the, this, uh, I think, is a very hot topic and uh, with uh, a lot uh, to discover. Uh, we're, very, we're very used to looking at erosions and bone remodeling and bone turnover, osteoclast, Frank ligand, that system, but we're not used to seeing the JAK-STAT pathway involved in osteoimmunology. So could you just summarize a little for the audience the uh, bone remodeling, osteoclastogenesis, bone formation, and the differences between rheumatoid and psoriatic arthritis, where we see this dynamic of erosion and bone formation in the same same joint almost in, in uh, PSA patients. Okay. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, I will start with uh, some general uh, features. Uh, talking about Jack stats in osteomonology, as you said, we are not used to that. Uh, it's still something, is, there is a lot to discover in that. So uh, the more we have is some um, indirect uh, effect, some preliminary data. Uh, what we know about uh, osteomonology and bone erosions uh, is that uh, um, we have to separate array uh, and uh, psoriatic. They're completely different. Uh, uh, diseases about uh, the bone homeostasis. And if we think about RA, uh, we, ha we have in front uh, a disease with uh, uh, an excess of uh, resorption and uh, a blunted nail formation. Uh, on the other side, the PSA is uh, uh, there is erosion, but there is also uncontrolled uh, nail formation. And this is uh, this is particularly tricky because if we think uh, about uh, uh, cytokines and pathways involved uh, in, the, in the disease, uh, for example, we have interleukin uh, 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 17 that uh, is involved in bone erosion, also in array. In PSA, it also is involved in formation. So um, the difficult part in the, in the osteoimmunology is sometimes to, to understand uh, how other same, uh, other um, different systems interact, and it's also a field that needs to be uh, investigated more because there is something that is not clear yet. Okay, so 
we, we're used to rank ligand. We're used to uh, TNF, IL-6 and IL-17 yeah. being involved on the resorption side. Um, tell us a little bit about the WINT pathway and how that might be involved, particularly sure. and DKK, um, particularly on the psoriatic arthritis side. So um, we know that the KK1 is uh, a master regulator of the, the bone homeostasis. It's uh, one of the key inhibitor of the wind pathway that uh, uh, is constitutively uh, activated uh, leading to bone formation. So what we know from data is that uh, the KK1 is high in uh, rheumatoid arthritis patient and on the other side uh, is low in those patients with uh, PSA or ankylosing spondylitis. And uh, what is, is so is interesting is uh, to um, see what uh, some of these, um, uh, some of the, of the drugs we have for, uh, for those disease affect this system. And for example, we, we described uh, that uh, the KK1 uh, uh, lowers when we use uh, TNF alpha-S inhibitors in uh, uh, rheumatoid arthritis. And on the other side, uh, uh, psoriatic arthritis behave differently. Uh, TNF alpha inhibitors do not affect the KK1, but uh, anti-interleukin 17 does. Uh, so increasing the DKK1 in psoriatic arthritis patients. Uh, so yeah, yeah, we think that is a, a key mediator, but uh, um, those data also from drugs are still, uh, uh, you know, we need to, to know more about uh, the exact thing. It sounds like a DKK antagonist might be a useful treatment, um, at least prevent erosive damage in, in RA. Um, we were also, I was also interested, and for those in the audience who are on the CSF website, we have <clears throat> access to a beautiful slide deck of this paper, and there are lovely figures in your paper. Um, one of them, um, I had, I noticed, noticed that ACPA seems to play a role, and is that a direct effect of the antibody, or is it via its action on other cytokines? Uh, the effect of ACPA is, as has been. Uh long debated because uh, there was there were some very interesting data about uh, uh, how ACPA could uh, stimulate osteoplast directly so without uh, any other intermediate uh, but those data uh, has been contested later uh, one other thing we know about uh, ACPA patient is um, that the patient that are healthy uh, that are not patient at are healthy subject uh, but uh, with a positivity for ACPA, they already have uh, uh, damage uh, in terms of a microarchitecture of bone so uh, ACPA do also contribute uh, a lot on the erosive burden and also on the systemic health on, uh, on bone in ray patient. We also described uh, uh, a systemic bone loss in those patients with a higher quartile of uh, aqua positivity titer. Very interesting. Uh, what about, <clears throat> we can't uh, ignore the sclerostin pathway. Is that involved in uh, erosion formation or 
the bone formation hyperproliferation of PSA? Uh, so actually, uh, I have not developed uh, a lot on sclerostin. Um, I'm not sure about the data. Um, our our experience were mainly on on, on DKK1. So uh, I'm I'm not sure what uh, it's the the role of sclerostin PSA. Uh, our 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 study when we study with the with these with those drugs we didn't have much uh, uh, data on sclerostin. Should be interesting with romasozumab coming along as a uh, potential therapy. And the same, I've always been taught that the osteocyte is the conductor of the orchestra, the bone formation, osteoblast, and the osteoclast resorbing. Um, any thoughts on the role of the osteocyte in these diseases, or is that another area that you haven't quite got to yet? Uh, you know, uh, it's difficult. So, you know, we, we are used to think that osteocyte were just uh, uh, observer and doing uh, doing nothing. What we are learning uh, very recently is the osteocyte uh, plays a, a big role on um, uh, producing a mediator that orchestrate uh, osteoclast, osteoclast activity. Uh, the thing that uh, we we are it's very difficult to study osteocyte and uh, uh, we, I will not I'm not sure we are still there we we still know how the osteocyte uh, uh, can be affected uh, and how act on this. So a lot of fascinating work to to yeah. do. Um, I, the other thing in your paper very nicely then turns to innate immunity and it looks at the gamma delta T cells and cytokines produced by them, particularly R17. Uh -huh. We've had this fascination trying to work out why if IL-23 is upstream to TNF and 17, why the P1923 inhibitors were not successful in ankylosing spondylitis studies. Can you give us a feel for where IL-17 comes from if it's not the 2317 pathway? Mm, I, can, I cannot answer to that. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, I just, it's a fascinating thing to think about. People talk about IL-36 and IL-38, these other cytokines, but there must be a very independent IL-17 producing pathway. I thought you might be able to. Yeah, we, we, we know that uh, IL-17 is produced by uh, a large variety of cells. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, and not, not everything is mediated by the uh, IL-23 pathway. So, uh, um, yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Let's now turn our attention to your paper a little bit more thinking about the JAK-STAT mechanism in bone cells and the influence that the JAK inhibitors might have on uh, interfering with that. Can you tell us a little bit about your studies and what you found? So, uh, actually, my studies on JAK-STAT uh, are, uh, <laughs> are still on the way. Uh, so, what, what we, we've done in this paper is try to uh, summarize what are the uh, evidence uh, on JAK-STAT uh, pathway inhibition uh, to affect uh, uh, bone in uh, uh, rheumatic disease. 
the fact is that uh, data are quite uh, uh, are quite scarce. Uh, we know that uh, um, Jack inhibitors and Tofacitinib, inhibitors, among with them, uh, um, could, uh, could slow, could uh, arrest uh, erosion bone, bone uh, progression. Uh, and uh, what is, uh, uh, and this is particularly true for patients, for example, for rheumatoid arthritis that have, uh, they have a high activity and they have uh, a lot of information on ACPA positivity. But uh, what is fascinating uh, of this is that we, we have study that show that uh, um, bone progression in the, the halt of bone progression in, uh, in array is uh, independent but, uh, with inflammation. So Jack inhibitors can stop uh, bone progression related by the control inflammation. And it is, uh, is particularly intriguing because we uh, think that the key regulator, the key effect might be uh, the inflammation and this is, could be true. But let us think that there is uh, uh, different uh, um, ways in which JAK-STAT uh, uh, pathway is involved in bone. Oh, is it? Yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. That we, we, then we have some, uh, um, how to say, there, we, we have some data, but are quite scattered uh, about, uh, uh, you know, only the, the uh, JAK-STAT pathway and bone. Uh, we know that uh, uh, Jack, uh, that STAT3, for example, is uh, involved in bone. A gain of function model uh, give you an increased osteoclast number and reduced uh, uh, BMD. We also have a, there is also a study on the inhibitor STAT3 that showed uh, a reduced in the uh, rank line and, and the osteoclastogenesis. So uh, we know that Jack STAT is involved in uh, in bone. And uh, uh, the fact is that JAK-STAT pathway is in, used by the inflammation, but not all inflammation. So um, JAK inhibitors, and especially tofacitinib that is less specific than other JAK inhibitors, uh, could have uh, a pleiotropic effect uh, also on bone. Okay, so ask, is there any selectivity to it? You haven't had a chance to look at Jack three versus pan jack, or um, so because tofacitinib is a fairly pan jack inhibitor. Yeah, yeah. So uh, th this could be a plus that is a pan jack inhibitor, but uh, uh, as we don't know the exact uh, uh, pathway that could lead to bone affection in, uh, in those diseases, we cannot tell. Uh, if uh, a selective jack uh, could be more or less effective than a pen jack on bone. Uh, is... so, so that might explain the uh, efficacy of the jack inhibitors in reducing radiological progression, not just um, sharp scores, but erosion scores and joint space narrowing scores. Sure. I always thought the joint space was related rather than erosions. And in your paper, you talk about panis. Does panis damage cartilage by a pressure effect or because it releases cytokines that activate matrix metalloproteinases or other proteinases? Yeah. Uh... Is it known? 
<laughs> probably probably is a more uh uh you know uh it's difficult to tell B both the options are, are valid uh, of course the, there is an invasion uh, uh, damage but then in we know that cartilage that doesn't have uh, nourishment he, he the cartilage um, you know stands on the on the bone and he gives his nourishment by the micro channel from uh, from bones so it's severely affected by the microenvironments that uh, there is on bone and the, the cytokines and the mediator released by by bone so uh, i i believe that uh, uh, is more you know the, the effect of cytokine inflammation that and metallopathies, as we said. Yeah, another very fascinating area of research, hey? Um, so thank you very much um, for your interest. Any take-home message from your studies? Uh, and just to finish with, we're used to seeing anti-resorptive drugs, um, denosumab and zoledronate, show some efficacy in rheumatoid in reducing erosion numbers separate to treating inflammation. Um, sure. What's your comments? Uh, yeah, uh, of course, we know that rank ligand uh, is a key, uh, is a key molecule for erosion in a, in, also in array, uh, but not only. And having uh, an antibody that uh, uh, block this pathway, of course, is uh, of uh, great efficacy. I think that, uh, mm, uh we can we can't say that we we can use the nozumab or zoledronate uh, uh with a rheumatoid arthritis as indication but what we can do is uh, uh to uh take more uh, pay more attention to bone disease and to osteoporosis and osteopenia and and fractures in those patients and so when we have the option to use those drugs uh, use use the uh, the more efficacy one that could uh, uh, give us a plus also on uh, on the erosion side okay so um where you're going to go next with your studies and take home message from the work that you've done so far so uh your so my take home message is uh, uh i think the key one is uh uh what uh, i i just said so to to pay more attention to uh to bone health uh, in those patients because it's uh it's uh, a key feature and it's uh something that could affect quality of life and uh we are we have to be more used to 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 look at that to correct uh, uh factors and we need also to understand better the, the message is also to understand better uh, what are the um, non-wanted effects of this drug? So just not look only inflammation, but also the uh, what are the other effects? Well, it's an exciting time, and we thank you very much for your uh, fascinating paper. Um, thank you again. This has been the CSF Author Interview podcast for February. If you'd like to know more about this paper and others uploaded to the CSF website this month, there are detailed slide sets available in the publication section. It's cytokinesignaling.com. Please subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from and give us some feedback and let us know what you think. Thank you so much, Dr. Orsolini, for your very interesting work. And we look forward to uh, our future developments and understanding better the JAK-STAT pathway 
and its inhibition in osteoimmunology. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.